As always, I've got a wonderful one hour planned out for you in which you're going to be able to enjoy some truly inspired songs and inspirations. Switch off and switch on to Nightlight. Well, all of the inspirations on the program today have been written by one of the best inspirational writers that I know, and that's Curtis Peter Van Gorder. Plus, we have new songs from a variety of different artists, or at least songs that I haven't played you before on the program. Starting with this one from David Senek, When Time Rings.
That's David Senek when time rings. And time is certainly ringing for some of us as we get older. And of course, you never know actually when time may ring for you. Anyway, that's a that's a kind of a sobering song from David Senek. But you know what? I was just thinking, wow, all of the artists that I am featuring on the program today, and we've got some great new material from many of the old timers who are still writing, and they're in their 60s. We're all in our 60s. I'm in my 60s. Even Curtis Peter Van Gorder, who we are featuring his inspirations on the program today. Uh, he's in his... Oh, it must be late 60s, but we're all still going strong for the Lord. And we're still putting out, praise the Lord, using our talents for the Lord. I think that's really wonderful. Nightlight. You're listening to an international edition of Nightlight, shining God's love light to the world. And here's our first inspiration by Curtis Peter Van Gorder, and it's called Crossing Over. When we put our faith into practice, we cross over from being nominal believers to being instruments of God's love. A friend of mine, Jamal, who is a pharmacist, told me about one of his recent crossing over experiences. It went like this. One day, a young man handed Jamal his prescription to treat insomnia. Jamal looked over the list of medicines and was shocked. Are you sure you want to take all of these medicines? He asked. Of course I am came the reply. I can't sleep and it's ruining my life. Jamal took a deep breath. You realize that some of these medicines have strong side effects, don't you? Plus, they're going to cost you a fortune. If you don't mind me asking, why can't a healthy-looking fellow like you sleep? The young man looked troubled. Because from the moment I lay my head on the pillow, I can't stop thinking about my future. What about it? Jamal asked. The young man proceeded to explain his problems in detail, and Jamal listened patiently. Then Jamal offered some fatherly advice. Our future is in God's hands, and he wants us to be happy and fulfilled. When we give our hearts to him and communicate with him about the things we do and the choices we make, he is able to step in and help us. We also find peace of mind and can stop worrying about our future as we become more aware of his loving plan for our lives. The young man nodded in agreement, but his mind still seemed to be on his problems. My doctor also wants to treat me once a week with electric shocks, he said matter-of-factly. Jamal grimaced. What? There has to be a better solution than that. But what? the young man asked. Jamal said a silent prayer for wisdom, and was suddenly inspired with an idea. I have a friend who works as a trainer in a gym, and I think he might be able to help. I suggest you go see him. That seemed like a good idea to the young man, and he headed straight to the gym. A couple of hours later, Jamal phoned his friend to find out how it had gone. I put him on a treadmill as soon as he came in, the trainer said, and he's still at it. He's got so much pent-up energy it's no wonder he hasn't been able to sleep. A few days later, the young man returned to the pharmacy and excitedly told Jamal, I've started going to the gym every day and I've slept soundly every night since. What about your prescription? Jamal asked. I threw it away. And by the way, you were right. God knew 
exactly what I needed. another old musician friend of mine, Jeremy Spencer, Dr. J. That's, of course, Dr. 
Jesus and he's the divine physician. So if you have medical problems, be sure to take them to Jesus first before you go running to the doctor because you may not have to go to the doctor at all. The light is always on with Nightlight. Smell the Flowers, written by Curtis Peter Van Gorda. Having been born B.I., before internet, I see people frantically texting away and sometimes wonder how they would have survived back in the day when texting involved a 30-pound typewriter, messy correction fluid or an eraser, a trip to the post office, standing in line to buy a stamp, waiting a week or two for the letter to get to its destination, and waiting another week or two for a reply. Why is everybody so darn busy? Today, even my auto rickshaw driver was multitasking, negotiating a business deal on his mobile phone while navigating city traffic. Was he even old enough to remember when making a phone call in public meant hunting down a phone booth, having the right change, and feeding more coins into the phone if the call went longer than three minutes? What I want to know is where does all the time go that we save by not having to go through all that? Shouldn't we be swimming in leisure time thanks to all of our time-saving modern marvels? Is it simply a matter of poor time management? Good advice abounds. Prioritize, delegate, do difficult tasks first, clear your life of clutter, learn to say no. But there is more to it than that. Sometimes it's not a question of what we're doing, but of what we are becoming. As the Indian sage Rabindranath Tagore put it, he who is too busy doing good finds no time to be good. How can we slow things down a bit and enjoy life more while still doing everything that really needs to get done? The other day, I was leaving for a meeting when my granddaughter grabbed my hand and asked excitedly, Can I show you the new steps I learned in dance class? Before I could blurt out, Sorry, I'm too busy, but show me another time. My mind fast-forwarded five years, and I heard her say as she rushed out the door, Sorry, Gramps, I'm too busy being a teen. Sure, I said, show me your moves. Five minutes of vigorous dancing and continuous applause later, I left for my meeting feeling less stressed and more optimistic. I had found my answer. If we take time to stop and smell the flowers, their scent will linger with us throughout the day, reminding us that there's more to life than rushing to the next thing. Well, something else that needs time and not to be rushed is love relationships. Let's go down under to Canberra, Australia, and listen to this from the Mike Dooley Jazz Ensemble. Yeah. 
got long-term vision, so darling, have a little faith, and let's save it for the perfect day. Darling, have a little faith, and let's save it for the perfect day. And then you just love to hear that old jazz style beautifully produced for a modern audience by Michael Dooley. Nightlight. It's always bright when listening to Nightlight. Nightlight. You're listening to Nightlight. The inspirations on Nightlight today are from Curtis Peter Van Goerder. He's a terrific writer. Also, he has a mime company. He's a teacher. He does all kinds of things, and he's lived all around the world. And you're going to be able to meet him on Nightlight on a very soon upcoming program. You're with Nightlight. And here's another inspiration penned by Peter. It's called When Bad Things Happen. Have you ever wondered why bad things happen to you and others for no apparent reason? In asking that question, you're in good company. Many times King David of Bible fame asked God the same question as recorded in the book of Psalms. My God, why are you so far from saving me, so far from the words of my groaning? Psalm 22 verse 1. In this psalm, David was so discouraged, he said he was no better than a worm. Maybe he even felt so low, as the saying goes, that he would have to reach up to scratch a worm's ankle. Despite David's lament, you will read later in the same psalm that David ends his heart cry on a positive note. He has not despised or disdained the suffering of the afflicted one. He has not hidden his face from him, but has listened to his cry for help. The poor will eat and be satisfied. They who seek the Lord will praise him. May your hearts live forever. All the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord. Psalm 22 verse 24. David overcame his discouragement by praising God in spite of how he felt. It worked for David and it will work for us. Looks 
like I'll be picking up the pieces for a while Storm came and turned my world upside down Then I look up and see the Dark hour of trial I see the face of God sun will rise again did you know you can listen online or download your favorite nightlight shows as well as other radio programs and audio inspirations produced at radioactive productions visit our website today at radioact.org and you're listening to special edition of nightlight and on the program we're featuring the inspirations of curtis peter van gorda as well as songs from a lot of old timers who are still producing music after all these years and i think their songs keep getting better and better and better and towards the end of the show i'm going to play a song from zach and shelley 
something new that they've recorded, at least it's new to me, and Zach and Shelley haven't been on my radio program since, gosh, I don't know, 30 years. They were part of the original Music With Meaning programs I did. They used to contribute their music to that. And I recently saw them again on SoundCloud and got in touch and asked if I could use their songs on the program. So that's going to be a real treat because I just love Zach and Shelley, their style. And uh, you're going to hear a song from them coming up. But right now, you're going to hear a new song from Singing Sam or Sam Halbert. He sent me this as kind of like a preview to see what I thought of the song because he's in the middle of recording a new album. Well, I thought this song was great. It's just a demo. He's just singing with his guitar, but it's really heartfelt. And I asked him if I could use it as is on the program just to whet your appetite until you get the fuller produced version. So here it is. This is Sam Halbert with a song called A Sinner Like Me. I feel like a stranger in so many ways Ever searching for meaning and purpose As I start on my journey most every day I'm hoping for clouds to clear As I go through the motions and do what I can To make it through ups, downs, and tests I'm reminded that really I'm only a man Just trying to do my best For the good that I would do I end up not doing And the things that I shouldn't I do I get in my own way So much of the time It's hard To my own self Be true And all the great Expectations I ask of myself Simply show me My faults And my failures I'm not a righteous Man With the answers in hand Just a sinner In need of a savior Now life throws so many Curveballs your way And sometimes There's no understanding We wonder why things Don't just fall into place And still we just journey on We're all in the same boat We want to do the right thing But our goodness can just go so far To make things much better And find the true path We just need a change of heart And for the good that I would do, I end up not doing And the things that I shouldn't, I do Oh, I get in my own way so much of the time It's hard 
to my own self be true and all the great expectations I ask of myself simply show me my faults and my failures I'm not a righteous man with the answers in hand just a sinner in need of a savior No, I'm not a hero, just a pilgrim down here Trying to find out just what I am worth But every step that I take toward the light gives me hope I've got a place in this great universe But it's humbling to think that I have to reach out and hold tight to God's loving hand But then the comfort that comes when your heart is secure Is the sweetest relief, yeah the sweetest relief Oh the sweetest relief known to man But for the goodness not doing and the things that I shouldn't I do I get in my own way so much of the time it's hard to my own self be true and all the great expectations I ask of myself simply show me my faults and my failures I'm not a righteous man with the answers in hand just a sinner in need of a savior I'm just a sinner in need of a savior yeah I'm just a sinner in need of a savior Beautiful. Thanks, Sam, for sending us that. And if you like that song, well, please, um, you know, encourage Sam if you know him. I know a lot of you are connected with him on Facebook. He has a lot of friends, which he's made over the years because of his ministering to others through his wonderful songs. And uh, that's his very, very latest. And we can look forward to a fully produced version of that song. But you got to hear it first right here on Nightlight. The light is always on with Nightlight. Nightlight. You're tuned in to Nightlight. Still Young by Curtis Peter Van Gorder. When I was in primary school, I wrote a report about Juan Ponce de Leon, the Spanish conquistador, who in 1513 went looking for the legendary Fountain of Youth but found Florida instead. The story fascinated me, but I couldn't quite grasp why people would search so arduously for a cure for aging. Growing old was something I saw happening to only a few folks, most notably my grandparents. Back then, old age was something far, far away. But now that I'm in my mid-60s, that port of call is on my horizon, 
and gets closer with every passing year. When I was recovering from a recent ankle operation, I had plenty of time to think about what my twilight years might be like. I also had more time to read. And I came across an article about the Portuguese filmmaker Manuel de Oliveira, who at the age of 98 entered a film in the Venice Film Festival. Oliveira's Egyptian colleague, Youssef Chahin, said, I'm young, I'm only 81. First of all, I never look at myself in the mirror. I think it's silly to do that and tell oneself that you're getting older, especially when I look at Manoel still going strong. This set me off on a search for other old-timers who are still burning brightly. I soon found an abundance of venerable role models. The Swiss mountaineer Ulrich Indebinin recently passed away at 103. He climbed the Matterhorn 370 times. He made his last ascent when he was 90, and he climbed other mountains until he was 95. In one of his last interviews, he said, I have no idea how I got to be 100 years of age, but I no longer know any stress. For sure, I have no fear of death. I've lived a full and happy life. Why should I be afraid? At 95, Olivia Neubauer still teaches reading five days a week to eager kindergarten students. One of her fellow teachers said the children get excited whenever they're around her. It's a fascinating thing to watch, her principal added. She comes in every morning willing and ready to work, and she does a fantastic job. The legendary Cuban bassist Israel Cacheo Lopez, known as the father of the Mambo, set off on a three-week whirlwind concert tour of Europe at the age of 88. When asked how he has so much energy, he says simply, I don't smoke or drink. Despite being diagnosed with Parkinson's disease at age 72, Pope John Paul II continued his rigorous schedule of world travels into his 80s. When media giants CBS and Viacom split in 2005, Sumner Redstone, who was 82 at the time, remained chairman of both companies. Mother Teresa continued ministering to the poor of India well into her 90s. After reading these and other seniors' stories, I'm feeling younger than ever. Feeling all right while listening to Nightlight. Well, our next artist is certainly feeling all right because it seems he's fallen head over heels in love and gotten a whole new lease on life. And he's another old timer in his 60s, but he still looks like he's in his 30s. I don't know if you know people like that. It just don't seem to grow any older. This is Philip Johnson. He's just posted this new song on his Facebook page from where I downloaded it to play for you now. I love her wild side. I love her wild side I love her mild side There's an ocean of devotion Deep on her inside I'm so happy just to be her man When she cries I will understand just the other day we were taking a walk in the sunshine 
Down by the lake we were sharing a bottle of white wine She took off her high heels and danced for me And as for me, I was on cloud nine I love her wild side I love her mild side There's an ocean of devotion deep on her inside I'm so happy just to be her man When she cries, I will understand Later that night when the moon was bright Curtis Peter Van Gorder. You have to hear about this book I just read. My normally laid-back friend was quite worked up. I tell you, it's happening soon. What's happening soon? The end of the world as we know it. My friend launched into a series of facts and statistics to try to convince me. Did you know that over the past 20 years, the Arctic Ocean has been warming eight times faster than it did over the previous 100 years? I nodded. Global warming is in the news almost every day. World oil production has just about reached its peak, but demand is steadily growing, especially from the rapidly developing giants of China and India. Unless sufficient new reserves are discovered, we could run out of oil within a few decades. Then what? And overpopulation, along with deforestation, slash-and-burn farming, and other misuses of the world's resources, could eventually cause famines and droughts of apocalyptic proportion. My friend was obviously full of his subject. 
But in fact, I didn't need to be convinced that the global outlook is grim. I believe we're living in the era referred to in the Bible as the time of the end or the last days. And in the holy books of Islam, Hinduism, and other religions by various other names. Jesus said that just as we can tell what kind of weather to expect by observing the sky, we can know what is about to happen in the world by watching world events and trends. Current economic and environmental crises are sure signs that dire change is heading our way. A generation ago, mentions of impending doom were routinely accompanied by cartoons of a disheveled, bearded crackpot holding a sign that read, The End Is Near. But that iconic doomsday character rarely makes an appearance these days, because his message is no longer a laughing matter or a fringe opinion. A growing number of prominent scholars, scientists, climatologists, and economists are now saying the same thing, and they have data to back it up. In telling us to watch for signs of the end, Jesus wasn't trying to strike fear or dread into our hearts, but rather to prepare us for what's around the bend. No matter what happens, we have the assurance of his presence. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, he promises. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Look at the signs of the times, hunger, war, disease and crime. Blinded guys leading the blind, is taking darkness for the light. Getting late, it's coming our way. Don't hesitate to help God set things straight. Change is rolling in, so let's open the gate. Yes, the end's coming soon. With it, a new beginning. With it, a new beginning. God's new kingdom and rule. Yes, the end's coming soon And with it, a new beginning With it, a new beginning God's new kingdom and rule Yes, the peace train will arrive After mankind's darkest night Knowing the author of life, we will finally see the light. You can be free if you want to be, but there's no one so blind as those who refuse to see. Love is coming in, coming for you and me. Yes, the end's coming soon, with it a new beginning. With it, a new beginning, God's new kingdom and rule. Yes, the end's coming soon. With it, a new beginning. With it, a new beginning, God's new kingdom and rule. Yes, the end's coming soon. And with it, a 
it a new beginning God's new kingdom and rule Yes, the end's coming soon With it a new beginning With it a new beginning God's new kingdom and rule That's David Blossom, song called A New Beginning. And I've been including a song from David Blossom. I think I said about a couple of months ago that I'd discovered this big library of songs that he sent me. And I realized I hadn't played hardly any of them. So I've been faithfully trying to include one in every program as much as I can. And I've still got lots more to go. And they're great songs. Thanks, David. Nightlight. And yes, you're listening to Nightlight, a special edition in which we're hearing new songs from old artists. I've got a couple more songs to come, including that one from Zach and Shelley, which is coming up after this next inspiration from Curtis Peter Van Gorda, who is our featured writer of inspirations on the program today and who you will be meeting on an upcoming Nightlight show. Well, this inspiration is called let it flow. I was in India a few days before the monsoon season arrived. Everyone in India looks forward to the monsoon. You can read predictions of its arrival and follow its daily progress around the country in the newspapers. The heavy rains clean the dirt that has accumulated over the months. The rains also help to cool things down. Without them, not much will grow. The monsoon is India's lifeblood. In anticipation of the rains, many trees are trimmed back and drains are cleaned. Until it is collected, all along the roadside next to the drains lies all manner of trash, much of it decomposed into a sort of black goo. I asked my daughter, who lives there, why they did this, and she explained, they trim the trees to prevent any weak branches from breaking off and falling on power lines or causing other damage. And they clear the drains so that the rainwater will flow freely. It's not enough to clear the drains and just pile the trash on the side of the road, though. If the monsoon were to hit before trucks arrive to cart the trash away, it would either be washed back down the drains and clog them again, or be washed elsewhere. Either way, it would contribute to the monsoon flooding and carry all kinds of germs with it, creating a lot of problems. In our spiritual lives, we have to do much the same thing. We have to get rid of any obstructions that drag us down or hinder our spiritual growth, the things that keep God's cleansing, renewing spirit from flowing freely through us. The trash in our lives could be anything that has come between the Lord and us. For example, it could be a grievance we have against someone, a root of bitterness like the Bible warns against, which will eat away at us if we don't recognize it and make amends with the person we feel has wronged us. Or it could be materialistic, 
thorns and weeds that choke out our love for the Lord and others, the cares of this life which Jesus warned against. Or it could be our own pride, an exaggerated feeling of self-importance or self-reliance that hinders our link with the Lord through prayer and causes us to miss out on some of the blessings he has for us. If not thoroughly removed, these obstacles will weaken us. They will also spill out and infect others. It is really worth our while to first of all identify what it is that is blocking the flow of God's Spirit to ours, and then to get rid of those hindrances before they can do any more damage. There is victory to be had. Let's ask God today to show us what could be hindering us spiritually, and then go to work to clear away the trash in our hearts so the fresh, clean waters of His Spirit and Word can flow freely. As we do our part, God will do His, and we will experience Him working more fully in our lives. We will receive more of His blessings, and we will go on to become all He wants us to be and knows we can be. Calling, calling for you and for
guys singing that Zach and Shelley. They used to contribute lots of beautiful songs to my early radio programs back in the second half of the 70s, early 80s. And I just loved their songs. That's the first time I've actually heard them sing a song that's not their own, but a beautiful, beautiful version of that classic hymn. And I'm looking forward to playing a lot more from Zach and Shelley. I know they've got some more songs that they can share with us. You can look forward to them on Nightlight. With music to calm and soothe your soul, you're listening to Nightlight. Well, I hope you enjoyed the program as much as I did hearing these beautiful songs from these old musicians, but still really young at heart, and their gifts, their talents, just getting better and better with age. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. God bless you all. I look forward to being back with you next time for another show. And hey, let's do a show where it's all the old, old songs that these guys sang way back in the 70s and 80s. I've still got them tucked away in my library, and I was listening to some of them, and they're great songs. So we can have like an oldie, goldies show coming up soon. Praise the Lord. God bless you all. Bye-bye. Jesus is calling, calling, oh sinner, you can hear him calling, listen to him calling.